Sin Maestro. episode of Bits Over Broadway. Bits Over Broadway. Oh, the New York City Marathon is today, so there's a lot of traffic rerouting. So much traffic. And also uh, it, uh, personal traffic rerouting as well. <laughs> I could not get to my train because some people decided that a little metal was more important than me getting to my transit option. And this podcast, which as we which all know, is, is more important. This and is work. my job. <laughs> I'm sorry, your little metal doesn't trump my job. So true. This is how I feed my family. (laughs) My family of many, many books on the shelf. This is how I feed my family. This is how I heat my house. This is how I heat my house. Um, Is there any biz? Is there anything exciting happening in the world of... Broadway, I feel like there probably is, and we just don't pay attention to it. That's true. I'm I'm unsubscribing from pl- Broadway news. I, I have Playbill open on my <sighs> computer as we speak. Well, Playbill has their own podcast, so if they want to disseminate some news, they can wow, do it themselves. Wow, 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 wow. Wait, Playbill's our like main competitor. <laughs> <laughs> I've often said that. I've often said that. We have two competitors: Playbill and whatever other musical theater podcast there is. Yes. <laughs> The one one other, other, I assume. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You can tell we really care about the industry. We're we're, we're tracking the trends. We're looking at the market. We're never not. Like, (laughs) I'm just like constantly reading the ticker tape. I'm ready to pitch this to iHeartRadio at any time. Yeah. We well, we have to know like where we stand within the <laughs> That's what I'm saying, the, the industry in yeah, the field. Exactly. Um, you know, I just search our custom hashtag on SoundCloud, which is comedy podcast. It's right. It's honestly humiliating that I even have to type it in, but they only have <laughs> Comedy or podcast, and I just don't think that that really describes what we do. No, I think we're sort of a both. I think we're we're sort of a hybrid situation. Yeah, so it's like oh, custom genre, and And I have to type out comedy podcast every time I upload an episode, and it's fucking humiliating, denigrating. It's (laughs) it's it's really fucked up. It's like honestly one of the worst struggles you could ask for in all of life. I've said that. (laughs) I have complained to the the upper management of SoundCloud. Of SoundCloud. We're just constantly CCing them on emails and they do not respond to us. And, and it's nary a one. Nary a one response. And it's honestly so fucking rude. It's disrespectful. It's like, what am I doing? What? Why am I putting all my time into this company if you're not going to acknowledge the fact that I exist? The revenue that I've brought. That I have brought. The to, tens of cents that I've brought to SoundCloud. That they would me? ignore me like this is just... Disrespectful at best. It's at best. Upsetting. It's upsetting. Um, and, and that's why today here on Bits Over Broadway, we're demanding everyone <laughs> sign our change.org petition for SoundCloud. To make them email us back. <laughs> to email us back. <laughs> I don't want to fuck with their employment. I'm not here to get anybody fired. I just would like a response. One email, please. <laughs> it could be a form letter. Just acknowledge me. My kingdom you know? for a form letter. <laughs> you know, I just sometimes... You just want to shout into the void and you want to hear the void shout back a little sometimes exactly. just to know you're not alone. And speaking of voids, should we talk <laughs> about the avoid the void? The avo- should we talk about the void inside of a man's <sighs> chest? <sighs> yeah. 
Yes, we should. Oh, it's um, fun. It's it, just me and Connor this week. New, which, work, new works are fun. Which means that we've turned yet again, we've turned <laughs> our sights to Broadway HD and said, what can you give us that we, that we haven't seen? So the thing that is so tricky about a podcast, and no one tells you this when you go to no podcasting school, is that if you don't have a guest, you have to do a musical that no guest would ever want to do. Because <laughs> you don't want to steal a good show exactly. from someone who's going to want to talk about it, right? Exactly. We, can't, we can't be out here doing... Uh, you know, Les Mis and uh, Wicked. Those are those are hype shows. People want to talk about People want to talk about them. Um, so we turn to Broadway HD and we say, give us your tired, <laughs> your hungry, hungry, your poor. Your, your, <laughs> you know, we'll we'll put eyes on those on those pieces. And every time Broadway HD says, you're going to fucking hate this. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, and I slurp it up. It's and I so slurp sick. it up in my little slop trough. So I opened up Broadway HD, not but two days ago, and the first thing that popped up, I sent a screenshot to Connor and I said, well, let's talk about this for the pod. And and now we are. And now we are. And the musical was called Space Dogs, a musical. And Connor. <laughs> Would you be so kind as to hit us with some facts and fags? Facts and fags. Loved the 80s vibes. That was like <laughs> perfect for this show. Descents. Oh, yeah. Space Dogs is a musical that tells the true story of Laika, a dog sent to space by Russian scientists during the Cold War, in a tale of invention, betrayal, international political intrigue, and a friendship that exists between a man and a dog. It was written by... Uh, with music, lyrics, and book by Van Hughes and Nick Blameyer. It has been nominated for zero awards. Oh my, God, my heart just dropped out of my body. <laughs> or as far as I can tell, it's been nominated for nothing because it uh, premiered in January of 2022 and closed in March of 2022. Mm -hmm. So it, it was only uh, at MCC for about three months this year. But that's with two extensions. Two extensions. Not just not just one. Two. Not just one, two. Um, so here are some things about this musical that would lead us to believe we would like it. Right. 90 minutes, no intermission. 90 minutes, no intermission. <laughs> that is a huge Literally, plus. Meryl and I and were hanging out last night before we had to record, mm -hmm. and I, I asked, I was like, is this show 90 Minutes No Intermish? And she said, I don't know. I don't know. And then we looked today, and we were like, 90 yes. Minutes No Intermish. Bless us. We we were truly blessed. And I'll say, in that 90 minutes, I checked to see how much time was left five times. That's what That was what I did during Ernest Shackleton. Yeah. I checked a lot to see, like, okay, how, how much longer Because I, I just kept this? thinking, surely... There's but ten minutes left. Surely we're we're done. And every time it was like forty five. <laughs> oh my, oh every, my every god! Every single time, even when you only had ten minutes left in the show, it said forty five minutes left. I think I checked ten minutes in, um, twenty five minutes in, certainly forty five minutes in, and then somehow I got close to the end, and yet there were still twenty five minutes left. And I was like, Ooh. Well, you also we, we also had to remember that they had credits because it mm -hmm. is technically a movie now. Yes. But the credits were 5 5 minutes. 5 minutes maybe. Right. So. Um so yeah, so let's talk about the the premise. Right. 
So the premise is two uh, insufferable theater kids in your high school <laughs> were given a prompt of you have to give a book report about this about an, a subject in the Cold War, and yeah. they were given far too much freedom in how and they, they said, could present that to the class. Could we do it in song? And their teacher was like, "I'd love to see my students participating in the book reports." Yes, yes. And I have to imagine she immediately regretted, and this then decision. she immediately regretted that decision when they performed a ninety-minute no intermission musical for the <gasps> entire class. The, there's here are the the things that drove me nuts. <laughs> Um, but I'll shorten it. I'll keep it short. Under 10. Yeah. Well, one was the constant asides to the audience. So we're riding this line of like Mythbusters live. Yeah. But also a musical. So they kept, they kept turning to the audience and be like, can you fucking believe it? Can you fucking believe it? It was very much like, well, that just happened. It's big so that's just so that just happened and also there's a point where they do this I, I can't explain the humor I was truly dumbfounded that it was produced in 2022 because the humor is 2007 2000, to 2010 yeah correct and it and, is peak millennial humor it is asking the question um what would happen if we gave millions of dollars to people who thought that saying doggo and pupper were the height of comedy height of comedy they're doing they did that that stupid terrible joke where like this is history and now this is history and like yeah. they're just doing things and calling it history but they're not actually saying any i don't know <laughs> this show can't decide whose side it's on but also and i would argue this story doesn't need a side right but they had chosen a side weirdly and they're they're trying to present both both sides of what, the story. What side would you say that they chose? The Russian side? No, I don't think. I think they are in. I think this is incredibly anti-Soviet. Okay. <laughs> like, I think this <laughs> well, because whole we, show I feel is like incredibly anti-Soviet. So much more time with the Russians than we do with we do, the but they're Americans. Like, like such com like such caricatures yeah, of I get that. what like. Uh, any human being they're like being cartoon russian right and but at the same time they're like americans uh, with project paper totally. they hired nazis totally which we don't okay but we only get like we get one song and they don't do anything with it we get one song about how america is bad yeah and we get like 25 minutes of the propaganda yeah as though America's not also doing propaganda. That's the wildest Literally thing. What to me. I was thinking, I was like, why they're like, because they're like talking. They do this whole song about like propaganda is an art, so we have right. a beauty dog pageant. I'm like, a dog God beauty pageant. Damn. I'm like, cool. I love it. I guessed. Um, I guessed no so many times watching this. I had headphones in, and Mitch. I know it sounded crazy to Mitch because I, I was just like, no. <laughs> like. But, I literally like they say they're singing the song. The Russians are singing the song. Propaganda is an art. And I'm like, America has propaganda too. Yeah, both both people. The, literally, the Cold War was fought via propaganda. Also, there was such that on both sides. Like, literally both. There was some psycho where they're like setting up the timeline of pre Cold War, right? And they do this weird thing where they <laughs> brag about how many fewer casualties yeah. America had versus Russia in World War II like making it seem like I can't I don't know how they did this but somehow the tone was like 
America only had 400,000 people die. Fucking Russia lost 25 million. Right. And oh, I, okay, um, that's... Uh, okay, number one, that, like, when he said that, I was like, you're completely taking that out of all context of the history of World War II so for no reason. Like, yes, Russia had more casualties. They were fighting longer than America was, and they were the only people on the fucking Eastern Front. <laughs> They, at least America had like three other armies on their side. Like, what the fuck also, are you talking about? Put a little respect on their name. They're the reason the Allies won, won the, the war. fucking war. Like, I just couldn't. That's. I guess that's what I meant by they couldn't decide what side they were on yeah. because they they were doing this thing where they were like trying to both sides it and making fun of America too, but also still doing this weird American bent of yeah. like how I don't know. You think America also didn't lock up its political prisoners? Like, you're talking about McCarthyism right, right now. Like, like that's the time that period era. Right, we're in. Exactly. So it's just a little bit weird. I feel like you're just not doing... And, and I don't need to get into the both sides of it, of what the Cold War was. I just right. felt like they had picked a weird side and were trying to pretend like they weren't. Right, because they were... Like, the whole thing when you're talking about that aside moment, which the asides to the audience when they're like, we're going to give you the context of the Cold War and the history. And I'm like, okay, this is literally a fucking just, just do it. book just, report. Just do a show. Like, just, just do, do a show. show. I would rather see Ernest, like an Ernest Shackleton type where I'm still getting the history lesson. The history. But at least they're not looking at me and going, and now, and now a history lesson. This is the history. Yeah. It's like... I, I don't know. It just felt like I was in school. I was. It felt like I was at an assembly at school watching like yeah. two improv actors I'm who so, like were yes. brought in to teach us about. I'm this sitting subject. in the gymnasium and I'm watching this forced community presentation. And I'm trying to not cackle the entire time with my friends at how stupid at how stupid it is. it is. None of the jokes are funny. No, they're doing. They also do this weird technique. I just really, I think everyone should see it because I need you to understand what <laughs> I'm talking about so that you all can also be haunted. So they were like, well, we, we, there's just the two of us and we need to anthrop anthropomorphize. That's not, I say that word, anthropomorphize. but thank you. D the dogs yeah. so that they are also characters in this musical. How should we do that? We don't want to get into pup kink. So I guess what we'll do is just have dog puppets and we'll play with them like we're children. So How they're like the second episode we've talked about pup kinks. <laughs> it's just always constantly simmering in the back of my mind. They're like manipulating the head to talk right. and sing as though they're the dogs. There's a dog that smokes a cigarette and has a Russian cap on. I just... I did not understand that choice at all. I was like, okay. And then they like made a lesbian joke about it, about like how we're all lesbians here because all the dogs only women. Were, were female. <laughs> was, um... Which they didn't explain. The, the line was, it's only females here because there's not much room to lift a leg in in the like rocket yeah to pee do female dogs also not lift their legs to pee no female dogs squat what in the fuck is happening <laughs> you didn't know that and also why do we care where the dogs are peeing i don't know i think they're just trying to make a joke and it didn't land see now are you teaching me history or not like right. what's going on right, here right 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 also this show did lead me to google what's the monkey situation in russia <laughs> so I'm like why are they putting dogs in the rockets 
they probably had a lot more stray dogs than monkeys. And well, and that's what I was led to believe. Okay. The Google wasn't helpful. I got to be Unfortunately. honest. Unfortunately. And then I was like, wait, where did we, we get all of mon- our monkeys? Because we used monkeys. Because monkeys are not indigenous to North America. Famously not. Can you believe that? That's so, crazy to me. Y- yet another thing that we took from the global south. <laughs> monkeys. So true. It's actually the big comet. Whatever wiped out the dinosaurs made all the monkeys move to the equator, basically. Anyway, we're not, we don't, we don't even have our own monkeys. I'm not sure why a monkey is better than a dog. It just feels like. I don't know. I, also, this show was clearly created by two men who love dogs and were like. A thousand percent. We should fucking hate the Russians because they just shot a bunch of dogs into space. <laughs> right. And like they have like a fucking in memoriam at the end of the show. When they said all of the dogs are heroes, I took a oh. picture of it because I just was gobsmacked. I literally like I grew up with dogs. I love dogs very much. Sure. I would never write that. You could not waterboard me into writing this show. You know what a dog is a hero for? Dialing 911. That's it. Correct. That's when you're a hero dog. Like I just there's also a line where like I was like Something about I'll like I'll do this for my my country basically. Like, yeah, I thought that was so weird. Patriotic like, nationalistic dogs like, are like this dog has no concept of what a country is. They don't know is. what borders are. I'm so sorry. Like what? Borders do not exist in dog world. <laughs> so stupid. Also, I need to be very clear that these dogs were feral. They like ca- right. they were like captured off the streets. They weren't someone's pets. They weren't shooting people's pets into space. They were very well taken care of, except yeah. for the times they were like. I don't know, spun around a million times to get them prepared for the rocket. Like, is it very fucked up? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't Where know Where was what... PETA? That's my main question. <laughs> Where guess, was PETA? I guess my question is, they also sent a bunch of other shit up there. There was a snake. A there snake. was a bunch of rats. We sent That's monkeys. your culture. That's my culture. <laughs> so anyway, they sent a lot of other shit into space. Right. Um... What's your solution? If y'all want to go to space so bad, you got to make sure that a person's not going to explode on the way up. Right. So what's what do you propose? Like, I feel like we did the best we could. Yeah, exactly. So I. what else? What else happens in this psychotic show? (laughs) There's a lot of um, discussing. I feel like they made the same point. 15 times 15, yeah, over for and over the again. first 25 minutes. Yes. We get it. The guy who ran the whole project was put in a gulag. Really feel like you just want to say gulag at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you rolled a, wrote a whole song so you could do that. Yeah. There's this weird that. situation where they're talking about mutual assured destruction. Did you notice that the rockets are dick shaped because it's a dick wagging competition? Mm-hmm. I just Very subtle. <laughs> Did you notice how they piped in booze for the for the yes. USSR? Yes. <laughs> I was like, why are you even having them cheer? Like, that's and that's exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Like, right. Okay. So are you on this side or not? Like, I don't understand because the, they're also talking about progress. It's very clear that they like space and they yes. think that the the things that we were able to accomplish are cool. Right. But also, they disagree with the fact that we killed a bunch of dogs to do. <laughs> 
I'm so sorry. 24 of those dogs survived. And those per dogs the are heroes. <laughs> All of the dogs are heroes, not just the dead ones. <laughs> not just the dead ones. This show was inspired by DoesTheDogDie.com. Yeah. Like, so I it's guess, extremely that energy. I guess tr- content warning for this episode. <laughs> a lot of dogs die. I'm making light of dead dogs, which I know will be offensive to people. Sorry. <clears throat> it doesn't bother me that much. I got to be honest. It's, I don't. I'm so sorry. I, I don't know that dog. <laughs> the dog is a stranger dog. to me. The dog is a stranger to me. The dog did nothing for my family. <laughs> it was on the other side of the world. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like, what's your solution? If your solution is we never go to space, great. I support that. I, for years, have been saying we should get out of there. We got to get out we of space. We haven't been in there in a really long time. We just have satellites just up there. just leave shit up there. I don't think that's right. I don't We're think we should be doing in that. Space. You can't just let stuff be in space. I don't think that's right. I think that's <laughs> okay, fucked where, up. But it's, space is so big. There's so much of it. I, well, that's what we thought about the oceans. And now look what we've done they're about to swallow us whole well so anyway that's how i feel that's space just, and that's the oceans stay out of there i say you got, you're supposed to be on land stay where you're supposed We're to be land mammals we evolved out of the ocean for a reason exactly but but if you are insistent that we go to space mm. what's your solution right like you can't what do you use in lieu of dogs you can't necessarily like go to space with just dummies because you don't know how a dummy's a dummy doesn't have vital signs it, that's a, what i'm a, saying nary a heartbeat to be found uh, thank you. And here's the thing. If, if it were me, well, um, if I was a Russian scientist. If you were the, what, the, what chief, was designer. the chief designer. Um, if that were. And also they did like a name oh reveal as though that would mean anything, anything to us. Anything to us. Like it would have been more impactful if you'd been like, and that scientist, Karl Marx. <laughs> <laughs> like at least Vladimir Putin. Like give us somebody we know. <laughs> Wait, that would have been so funny. <laughs> Karl Marx and actually the dog's name was uh, Engels <laughs> we took all the space jargon out and what we were left with was <laughs> dust capital apparently <laughs> <laughs> oh not this um, anyway yeah like they did a name reveal as though that was supposed to mean anything to me I'm like okay well I don't know who that is. Right. Hold on one second. I'm looking. I'm trying to remember. What was the name? Sergey Pavlovich. Because I was I thought it was Pavlov. Well, because, but it wasn't. because that's what I'm saying. I'm like, are they doing a reveal because his name is sort of like Pavlovich? Pavlov. Right. No, it was like Sergey Pavlovich something. Yeah, it was three names. I, no, I don't I'm mostly, take a picture of I'm the hero mostly, dogs. Uh, <laughs> I'm mostly like saying because like maybe they were going for something because they quote Pavlov in the history of the dog, which is a song where they just spend literally five minutes explaining to you what a dog is. Um, Thank you. I didn't know. I didn't know. Also, they do eugenics twice. Yeah. Well, they talk. And I want to see. I want to know if this is true. They say the dog was the first animal to be domesticated specifically for its behavior and I was like mm, that seems incorrect I feel like we did that with horses or cows that's fair although I earlier. wouldn't say horses are I guess they're domestic domesticated some of them are yeah I don't know I, also they were like 
And I get it. Like, yes, it's pretty fucked up some breeds that we have bred to the point that they're like, yeah, pugs have shouldn't short, exist. painful lives. <laughs> pugs like, should not exist. But it's so cute. They're an affront to God. Um, but I love their stupid, fucked up faces. It's fine that they can't breathe. I mean, you're cool with that, but God forbid we send a dog to space. Anyway. Anyway, no one's um, talking about that. No one's talking, no about, one's that. talking about that. That Russian scientist was the equivalent of that Vincent D'Onofrio tweet where he's like, what if you held a pig up to look at the stars? <laughs> That's, that's what he's doing. Connor, what are we going to do if Twitter shuts down? All of our jokes are tweet-based. All of our jokes are tweet-based. This and podcast will be this over. This podcast is going to die, <laughs> You guys. want me to be funny on my own? No. On Mastodon? I haven't done that for years. <laughs> it's too late for me now. If I'm not, brother, if I'm not stealing jokes, I'm not doing comedy. <laughs> it's, I'm not living. I'm not stealing um, those tweets, baby. <laughs> Oh, so they were like, okay, so we've eugenicized the dogs by making them so fucked up they can barely be alive. Right. Which I don't think is technically (laughs) eugenics, but maybe it is. I think it's selective breeding. I guess that's what eugenics is on a base level. Yeah. But then they come back and they're like, but except that we love dogs, 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 and it's okay that we do that because we love the dogs. Okay. It's the motorcycle parade. Yeah, the gang. The gang's (laughs) all here. Um, it's the dog police. They're coming to get us. It's the canine unit. <laughs> Later, for my crimes against dogs, for saying that dogs aren't heroes, I'm being arrested by the canine unit. <laughs> it's just a tribunal of people going, what about the dogs in 9-11? <laughs> what about the 9-11 dogs? What about the 9-11 dogs? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know anything about them. <laughs> I don't know those dogs. They did nothing for my family. Those dogs are strangers to me. I do have a, I have a tweet in my drafts. It's like whenever I see people with six of the same yeah. type of dog is giving race supremacy, babe. <laughs> I think that's very fucked up. And you're like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to have the exact same exact kind same of dog. dog. Well, it's like the queen who only had corgis. Corgis. I don't care if you call one Linda and one Susan. That's fucked up what you're doing. <laughs> it's fucked up. There's so many other kinds. And especially when you think about like with if they're purebreds, that's all inbreeding. You're basically got like a quarter of the same dog. To be fair, though, the royal family of the United Kingdom is also all inbreeding. So. <laughs> Famous for their inbreeding. Dogs and human Dogs alike. Dogs and human alike. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? We have veered wildly off topic here. I do not remember. Surprisingly, it. at first for this podcast. <laughs> We've always been able to stay on I couldn't pass. even tell. I'll be honest. I could not even tell you the songs because that's not true. The Werner Von Braun song made me want to tear my own throat out. Which one was that? That's when oh, they're like, the he's Nazi a Nazi. Doctor. Yeah. And he has on those space goggles and he's flipping around a duster. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That well, that was their. You're doing German techno house. I was just gonna say that was their foray into hip hop or something like that. And I said, and I did truly well and curse Lin Manuel Miranda's name as you should. <laughs> he is. I said responsible. you did this to us. <laughs> you and Bo Burnham, equal dominoes, racing toward each other the, to the get space dogs. Ripple, <laughs> the ripples in time and culture from. Lin-Manuel Miranda and Bo Burnham. We haven't even gotten to the worst of it yet. Two marbles rolling down (laughs) parallel tracks to eventually collide. Yes. Just And then that collision creates a hurricane in the Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) And that hurricane? Space dogs. Um, 
Just. <laughs> Why also were they using a disco ball as a spaceship? Explain it to me. I didn't realize that was a disco ball. Yeah, remember the, the first time they launched Sputnik? Oh, Sputnik. They, well, I mean, that kind of makes sense. He just glues some weird legs to it, and he's like, this is Sputnik, baby. I'm like, okay. That I mean, it's what Sputnik looked like. I guess, but then they just held it there. It just, like, stayed up. I guess it was yeah. simulating orbit. I don't know. I thought it was very weird. No, I thought I thought it was fine. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was just annoyed. I'll be honest. Everything annoyed me after the first like three songs. I'm yeah, like, I feel okay, that. I'm done with this. Well, because a lot of the songs, like getting into the actual like technicalities of the show, I guess we should mm -hmm. talk about the music, the songwriting, bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Good songwriting is when you repeat the name of the show to me four times in a row. Well, they're really Space taking dogs. the ALW track of the Cosmodrome. Like, okay. Why are you saying that five times in a row? Some Move review on. I read was like, all the songs were bad, save for the Bowie-esque number. And I was like, what number? What number was supposed to be Bowie-esque? Just because a song sings about space doesn't make it, make it Bowie-esque. By that, that logic, the, you could call it Elton John-esque if we're just talking about space songs. Was that the New York Times review? Because yeah. I read that one. <laughs> I when When I said... Uh, quote, now Laika has been resurrected as the subject of a vapid new musical. <laughs> I literally started laughing. Oh, I read some review. I meant to screen cap it and send it to you. It was like, it walks the line between humorously quirky and aggressively twee. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Coming for Tumblr's whole throat. Whole fucking throat. <laughs> Oh, it was everyone like everyone at BuzzFeed gasped when they read that. Review. Yeah, they were dragged, yeah, straight, dragged to hell. straight to hell. I didn't know what they were saying. There's like this urgency for getting the mm -hmm. rocket into space, which I'll be honest, part of that's on me in that I think it's a very stupid thing that anyone cared about. Like if we get to space first, we are the boss like we, we're the best we, right. that's a dumb way to think um so well you have and to, i understand it's historic i understand yeah. they didn't make that up right. i'm just saying i find that to be a stupid stake well you have to you have to remember that you know everybody was lead poisoned back then that's so, so true no they, one were was thinking straight. <laughs> they were wild they were coming off of uh not just the world war ii yeah. but also the great depression and yeah. then also they had all been pickling their brains in prohibition before that that's so true everyone was fucked up it was a fucked up time um and we didn't have the internet where we could go online and troll people in other countries so true no one was knocking any sense into these world leaders no and they were like this doesn't matter no one was uh retweeting lindsey graham and being like well actually you said this one time that we should actually not do this thing that you want to do it's just so got him it's just very confusing like they're counting down the days we have to get the 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 yeah people into space everyone's stressed um, we like the scientist because he's advocating for the dogs to be well taken care of, mm -hmm. which I agree with. Like, they talk about giving the dogs sausage a lot, and now I'm like really craving some like sausage soup, <laughs> some sausage soup, <laughs> like a kale and sausage I think soup. That's just boiled hot dogs. <laughs> what you're describing? Yeah, baby. I want that hot. I want the hot dogs, and then I drink up the, the hot, hot dog, dog water. water. Um, yeah, they, <laughs> they're like, we have to take care of these. Also constantly being told that this dog was an orphan yes. as though a dog lives with its parents <laughs> for, for its whole life yeah they were like mm, i'm just an orphan dog i'm like well in some sense most, most dogs, dogs are. are orphans <laughs> like, they don't the dog that you have as a pet doesn't know its parents either I couldn't tell its mother or father from a lineup so like what is what 
why am I getting sympathy for this dog that's experiencing what pretty much all dogs Every experience. single dog. Has, again, this dog is a stranger to me. All dogs not roaming in a wild pack of dogs are experiencing not knowing their Orphanhood. parents. Orphanhood. <laughs> Orphanism, I assume. Orphanism. Stupid. I yeah, it's wild. Also, they gave him the little Oliver and Company kerchief, like the Billy Joel. That was Joel cute. Dog. I did yeah. like that. Um, which I think probably the real like I had, and actually the Billy Joel dog from Oliver and Company is jank in its style, but yeah, that's probably true. They did make it look very cute. Yeah. Uh, mm, I miss Oliver and Company. I want to watch that again. Let's watch it right now instead of talking yeah. about this music. I think about um, the poodle like pulling her eyelashes off at least once a day. Perfect isn't easy, but <laughs> yeah, I would love to goop on makeup like that. I think about Gooped that all on. the time. She just squamps out a whole paw full of it, <laughs> yes. smacks it on her eye, and then she has a perfect, a perfect, a perfect beat. smoky eye, a perfect, a beat. lash out to here. No lash oh, tech no, involved. Oh no, it's time to be real. <laughs> And now, now of in my all podcast times. recording? Well, we oh, better. We better. Here we go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible content. I don't care. That's right. We're on Be Real. That's right. And you'll never be able to find us. It's, it's for my friends only. Um. Okay. And for me to follow Amanda or Amanda Aaron's, That's who right. I don't know if she's accepted my friend request yet. <laughs> well, you'll find out. You will. This, okay. I'm trying to think piece by piece songs that were at least interesting. Well, the problem is that a lot of the music, despite the fact that they're like trying to do different styles mm-hmm. and stuff like that, a lot of it all sounds the same. It sounds the same. There's a lot of just playing the same song. I feel like is happening over and over again. Yeah. These guys just needed to write a con. Here's <laughs> what the band, the who did to no. musicals. <laughs> You don't have to stage your concept album. You can just write the concept album. You can just write the concept album. And we don't have to see it come to life. Or honestly, like, I think I would feel better about the show if I knew that it had had, like, a limited engagement at Edinburgh Fringe (laughs) and then never saw... The Light of Day. The Light of Day. Yeah, agreed. The fact that this was on, like, being put up at MCC in my own home. In my own backyard. (laughs) Unbeknownst to me, right under my nose, the fact that they would do this is so upsetting. It's really rude, honestly. I I said this off mic earlier, but it really does like go to show that like piece of advice in like that people will sometimes give for uh, artists of being like, there's tons of people who are a thousand times less talented than you doing the exact work that you want to be doing and they're succeeding at it. So you might as well give it a shot. Just fucking try. Just fucking try. And I like, truly, honestly, yeah, I, I not was, to say that I could write music better than these two men because I never written I a can't song in write my life. music. Yeah. But I feel like I could write a funnier show, I write a more cohesive show for sure. Yeah. Uh, or I couldn't, but who cares? Because somebody will pay to put it up on stage, and that's really the thing. Like and that's that's at what the matters. end of the day, it didn't matter what that product was. The fact that they were able to pitch it, and someone was like, "Yeah, yeah," from start to finish, we're gonna put this up at an off-Broadway theater. Mm-hmm. Like, not this wasn't in the basement of a Gristides. <laughs> Where was that basement of Gristides? And I hope Titanic gets this budget. That's what I have to say. If Titanic does not receive this, <laughs> like, actually, now that you say it, I am physically angry mm-hmm. that this show is being given this 
higher space than Titanic is. Thank you. And Titanic is truly one of the best shows I saw. Twenty thousand leagues better than this show. Yeah. Um, they do. Wow. So, now I'm really upset. Yeah, and, and we'll sit with that. We'll process that. Yeah. We, I don't think we actually ever finished the sentence, but they do this thing where so they're using the stuffed animal dogs. Yeah, that they because, clearly bought at FAO Schwartz. Mm-hmm, but that's generous. <laughs> They got those out of a claw machine out of an old pizza hut is where they found those dogs. Yeah. Um, or the like, pizza huts that still has like the red <laughs> that roof. That has the pizza hut roof. Yeah. Uh, there's so many of those now in my hometown that are, not my hometown, but like that the are area like where I live. Now? That are weed stores now. <laughs> <laughs> Better. I love, they're either a bank or a weed store. Yeah. You really never know what you're going to get. Um, Monkey the, City. <laughs> They were like, well, obviously us talking through these puppets is not going to scan. Right. Unless you're in the very front row. But we're committed to this psychotic choice. So how will we fix this? I know. We'll just put a camera on them and Mm -hmm. we'll project the camera onto the back of the stage. I will admit I did actually like that choice. I mean, it makes sense if you're going to be using puppets. Yeah. Like, yes, everyone needs to be able to see what the puppets are doing. Right. I thought it was insane that they were using puppets to begin with. you know, I love a puppet. Everybody loves puppets. Everybody loves puppets. But it wasn't a puppet. It was a stuffed animal. It was a stuffed animal and they weren't really doing puppetry. They kept saying there were puppets, but that's not a puppet. That's just you manipulating a stuffy. A stuffy. The only time they ever had um, an actual puppet Tree was the giant Khrushchev um, mm-hmm. that comes out at the end. Yes, um, that was the o- literally the only time we ever saw like actual puppetry happening. Yeah, um, everything else was just someone. Yeah, like you said, manipulating the stuffed neck of calling a, a myself animal. a puppeteer because I've played imagination with a two-year-old. Exactly, <laughs> I've exactly. also done. That. I can make a dolly walk. Also, <laughs> like, what are we doing here? I know it, it's actually wild. I did like the choice of using. Um, so that this goes into like some of the one of the things that I liked about the show was the tech was actually very interesting and I think mm-hmm. they were doing really interesting and cool things like with the use of the cameras being projected. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool, especially when they were doing things like standing in front of the green screen and like doing the like mm. uh, the radio broadcasts and that kind of thing. Like I thought that was really cool. That's a really good way to like take this one note stage and mm-hmm. add some like more complexity to it. That's fair. That's fair. And I think that was an interesting choice, at least. Um, I agree that I'm not a huge fan of the puppetry, but I did like that they were projecting the puppetry. Yeah. I'm Um, glad they made it so everyone could see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's very important. Um, And, yeah, it was like, it was, was, I wrote, like, a note down at one point, but, like, in the final, like, moments of the show, when the scientist is having this, like, heart to heart with the ghost of Leica because uh, Leica died in orbit and which the scientists knew was going to happen, gonna happen the whole because time. they never made technology to bring her back down and they uh, and he lied to her and he lied to her and that's <laughs> the emotional crux of the yeah. show uh, but like when he's talking to her he's like the, the man is like acting his heart out. He really is. He's really selling the performance and then they cut to just the blank face of a stuffed animal. <laughs> like it takes you out of the show fucking completely. It's the close zoom for me. Yes. It's it's the staging I can't even describe to you. They're like the the whole stage is empty 
And they have like, at this point, lowered an entire wall of the back scenery. Mm -hmm. The two men have walked through it, like ostensibly into the back of the stage or whatever's behind there. And then... They're, they've crawled up two towers on opposite sides of the stage. Yes. So one is the man and the scientist clinging to like a, one of those boxy tower situations yeah. and singing like, can you ever forgive me, ghost dog? And then the guy puppeting like is like, father, how could you abandon me? How could you me? abandon me in space? And we're just like doing this very like emotional catharsis of this man who is like, please forgive me, ghost dog. I'm so sorry. I murdered you. Oh my God. And she's like, I'm so, why didn't you love me? I Papa, thought you were you my friend. <laughs> Like, okay, get over it. <laughs> like, get, okay, what are you going to do? Oh, my God. That dog doesn't, it's dead. It doesn't feel anything towards you. Sorry, it doesn't feel anything. Yeah. And if you were a nice person, you would have, like, time released some nitrous so it would have passed out peacefully. Oh, my God. Instead of starving to death. Well, like, if they're not going to build the technology to bring her home, why are they going to build the technology? Build the technology to peacefully euthanize her, I say. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm just saying, like, instead she just, what, starved up there? Eventually Probably. ran out of oxygen? That seems like a horrible way to go. Mm, so true. What's that flight that disappeared? That Malaysian flight? Whatever the number was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill me like that. Take me high, high, high up into the sky so I'm knocked out, then drive me into the ocean. Okay. Right? Do that to the dog. <laughs> Knock it out and then kill it. Oh my God. Bitch, <laughs> <Mitch> cut this. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't think it's very Come nice. Come to bits over Broadway where you can listen to Meryl Kay advocate for dog murder. The dog was going to die either way. I'm saying make it nice. <laughs> I made it, it nice. nice. I made it nice for the dog. That's all I'm saying. I'm being good here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very much the, it reminds me of, um, this is not interesting, but it reminds me of that part in Project Hail Mary when they're talking to the astronauts yes. and being like, how do you want to die? literally where I got the idea. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, And the one woman is genius. like, the one was like, I want to overdose on heroin. Yeah. I want to get really fucked and up. And as you know, that is my plan. Go. And... The first whiff I hear of <laughs> zombie apocalypse, I'm loading up. Give me that H. Oh I'm going out on top. Oh, my God. So I felt that. And then the guy who's like nitrogen's like yeah, the easiest the way to go. easiest way. I'm like, yes. Okay. Surely you have a can of that to send Somewhere. with the dog. Somewhere. You'd be you'd be shocked. I mean, this is supposed to be a, a, a cosmodrome. Yeah. Whatever I'd imagine. I don't know. Anyway, read Project Hail Mary. It's one of the best books I've read all year. Do read Project Hail Mary. Can't emphasize that enough. Yeah, incredibly good. Um, <sighs> yeah. I, oh God, I feel very scattered. <laughs> That's because this show is very scattered. Yeah, it's not incredibly cohesive. No. Like the. There's a lot of, we're talking about dogs, we're talking about dogs. Wait, wait, wait. Let's back up. Let's give you the context for World War II. Wait, wait, wait. Let's back up. Right. Now, cut to over in America. Oh, but actually cut back to Russia. Um, And it's, I get that they have to, because ostensibly, like, this show should be, like, 45 minutes long. Yes. Because the story of, like, them... 
pop off uh-huh. uh like training the dogs and then doing like the sputnik stuff like that if you cut out everything else in the show that really didn't matter like mm-hmm. the stuff in america or the like nazi doctor or anything like that shows at least 40 minutes maybe an hour maybe tops. an hour which isn't really much of a show now, is it? No, it's not. So they have to do a lot of padding, which mm-hmm. you can tell. And I don't think it's very... If if it were at least entertaining padding, I wouldn't mind. Right. If like you're at least when vamp and it's fun, yeah. Fine. At least when we vamp, it's we talk about interesting <laughs> things like the internet of the early two thousands yeah. or whether or not malls had Debs in them. Exactly. <laughs> Get it together, these fucking musical these writers. These young girls on musical theater. On my gay musical Instagram. On theater. My gay musical theater Instagram. Um, yeah, I. Th- feel like so i wanted to uh, like going into that uh, i wanted to read this quote from (laughs) one of the writers please where they were talking about their process and um (laughs) this is from playbill the eclectic music is embedded in a book that was pacing reminiscent of a story told by a good friend who's nearly breathless because what they've learned is exciting and mind-blowing quote i would be looking on the internet corroborating the dates and then writing down the way that van was telling me the story and that became the script says blameyer that's great. And like I love friends telling other friends about cool historic facts. Yeah, no, I love that. Do we need to make that into a musical? I guess exactly. my question is what fucking possessed you to say this this must be sung? Mm-hmm. We couldn't possibly put together an informative skit for YouTube. What we no. need to do is set it to music and then convince a bunch of people to give us bags of money bags, to make bags, it happen. Bags of money. And exactly. And it's like, because it's always the question uh, of like going back as a critic, as a, which we are critics. And we are critics. And we are Start critics. And we have been show. saying that for years. <laughs> but like Roger Ebert is like, how, like, what is the like, what are they trying to accomplish and how well do they accomplish it? Exactly. And I, I take that one step further. And it's like, why did you take the route that you did to accomplish the thing that you were trying to accomplish? Yeah. Why? Why? Like, does this show what? does the music add to the show? And I would argue nothing. Nothing. What made you think musical? Like this must be told through the medium of musical theater. Especially because the music doesn't move the plot forward. It doesn't add anything in terms. I mean, like they're trying to do character stuff, especially with the stuff between Laika and the doctor. But it's like, again, Mm -hmm. it goes into that weird, like nationalistic thing where the the dog is literally saying, I'm going to do this for my country. Saluting the flag. Like, it's so bizarre. (laughs) This dog doesn't give a fuck. Um, Yeah, I, I it was none of the songs matter. The only quote unquote interesting song, I guess, would be the Werner von Braun and that's just because it's such a departure from the other songs that are in it. But it's not particularly interesting. And they just keep singing Werner von Braun over and over and over again. Right. Um, so, yeah, in the sense that they move that they don't move the story along. They don't. Uh, it's not the character's inner monologue. It's Mm-mm. not that they've gotten to a point of emotion that they absolutely must break into right. song. Like at least when it's like, at least in Ernest Shackleton, like the songs, yes, were incredibly similar, but mm-hmm. they were like trying to speak to the action of the show. Right. Right. There's like all the songs of him singing, like, no, we have to keep going. And yeah. that speaks to Ernest Ka- Shackleton's character totally. as a unrelenting optimist. Yeah. This doesn't feel like it's, This is nothing. Speaking to characterizations or anything like that at all. No. It's just music for the sake of music, it feels like. But, and, but, 
Do they have any musical theater credits yeah. other than this? Yes. Oh, they do. Um, okay. Yeah. So they're little freaks. So they, oh, they are little <laughs> freaks. Uh, yeah. So Blameyer, uh, Van Hughes was, uh, oh God, I had their credits pulled up and now I can't find them. That's okay. Um, no, they've both uh, written shows before. I don't think any of them have been on Broadway, but they've also... Um, one of the two of them was in like nine to five green day or um, American idiot and like yes. some sh- other shows. And I then, can hear that. Um, uh, one of the other ones was also in like a couple of smaller shows, I think. There so w- they are, they are Broadway people. Okay. So that, ex- I guess that, that explains, explains why, why they felt musical theater musical was theater. the, was yeah. the mode, but I just disagree with that. I know. Conclusion. I, I also agree that, it's okay for a musical theater person to not write a musical. You're allowed. You're actually. allowed to not write. You're a musical. allowed to learn a fact and not and not. Turn despite it into what Lin Manuel has told you, correct. you absolutely don't have to read a book and then turn that book into a musical. And again, I cannot. We cannot stress enough. This is partially Lin Manuel Miranda's fault. It, yes, <laughs> I'm willing to prepare fifty to fifty five percent of the blame to him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was going to say something about their musical theater. Bonafides. Oh, oh, you said that they were in American Idiot? One of them was, yeah. Yeah, I could tell. There were there were times when in the music I was like, oh, you two should just be in a band. Yes. You should just start a band yeah, instead yeah, yeah, of yeah, doing yeah. whatever the fuck this is. Yeah, like I'm not coming for their like chops in terms of like their musical talent or anything like that. I'm just no. saying you wrote. Although the New York Times review that I read did come for their chops. They did. They were like their imperfect vocal. I'm like <laughs> I honestly thought their vocals were fine. I thought their vocal vocals were was one of the better parts of the show. Yeah, like was it a, an amazing, incredible, interesting right. song that I wanted to listen to again? No, but I wasn't like my god, my, my ears. ears. Like they were service, they were very fine. They were they sang the music and yeah, it sounded good. Exactly, and it's not like it's not like I'm going to Space Dogs to hear Cynthia Revo. Like right, <laughs> I come out of there and I'm getting like defying gravity from Space Dogs. Uh, literally, honestly, I wish I had. I, at this point, I and wish then, that I had. <clears throat> okay, I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, say it. And I know that we like railed against sex for reference humor, <laughs> but. If the, it's actually criminal that they didn't make a defying gravity joke, it's crazy that it's they did it. It's criminal that they didn't do when that. When he when he links that half disco ball, yep. half clear bowl, like bowl, yeah, to the chain, and it rises up into the air. So you could have done a little ah, <laughs> like you could have done a little riff just to nod to I it. I would have loved that. That honestly. would have been the height of the show. I either would have been furious or I would have loved it. Yeah. I think by that point in the you show, probably I would have been, been furious. furious. But in retrospect, that's hilarious. That's uh, that is absolutely iconic and hilarious, and I'm mad that they also did not they do strapped that. the dogs in upside down. Yeah, apparently on their backs. Yeah, that's not great. That seems fucked up. <laughs> the dogs. Well, hmm? I guess when you shoot them into space, you don't want them moving around. Well, yeah, you got to strap them down. You're you're pulling like seventy G's. You're not gonna. <laughs> you don't want to be loose. You don't want to be loose. <laughs> You don't want just some loose salami flopping around. <laughs> just imagining your face pulled all the way back. Oh, God. I bet you those dogs looked so funny when they were going up in space. <laughs> Their ears flying backward. They look very surprised. It is great. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I guess I just 
didn't know the part about when they sent all the dogs into space was that they also trained the dogs. Yeah. And so I just keep thinking of it now after the show is over where I'm like, did they put the dogs, <laughs> they just spun the dogs around and around and around and then the dogs walked out and they're like, we're cool, right? And the dogs didn't like fucking absolutely lose their minds. What are no, the limits their you can minds, put? Their minds were all scrambly brain. Scrambled eggs. Pure liquid. <laughs> Pure liquid. Just yolk. I, they trained the dogs to be astronauts. It's I, so fucking funny. I actually do wish that we had gotten more of that. Yeah, I want to see footage. I want footage. I, I want more, like, what the... Because they talk about, like, putting them in the centrifuge and stuff like that. But yes. I'm like, okay, but, okay, give me more of that. Vladimir Putin That's what I declassify want. the Sputnik <laughs> files. I want to see the dogs getting trained as astronauts. Please, you know there's footage somewhere. Sign my change.org if we have footage, If we have footage of Ernest Shackleton, we have footage of I dogs getting I know they were videotaping trained. those dogs. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. I know that people are writing a lot of petitions right now to Vladimir Putin. He's probably got a lot on his plate. But I so do many. think our petition should maybe go to the top. <laughs> yeah, Ukraine. Okay. Here's what I want to see. The dogs. Release the dogs. You release the dog footage. <laughs> this is my P-tape. <laughs> I will see the footage of the dogs as astronauts before I die. Or, oh my god! Or you just I blasted will... me back to 2016. <laughs> You're welcome. Fucking PTA. Well, the midterms are this week, so yeah, I can't wait. It's that time, once again. Once again. Um. Time for us to uh, log off, baby. Log off. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway, let's let's wrap it up because yeah. we're about an hour and I just don't feel like I don't feel like about talking about this anymore much more. and I don't care that we didn't have a, a two act this time you're yeah. welcome listeners this yeah. one's for your speedy 60 minutes yeah. no intermission no intermission all right uh, Connor do you uh, 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 man and share this for us I okay so I did say this off mic mm-hmm. as much as I think this show is like poorly written uh, is very not like not very cohesive uh, feels like um, somebody giving a TED talk to their teenager mm-hmm. or something like that I do applaud these two ding dongs for mm-hmm. at least trying to do something creative and interesting That's instead so of like recycling uh, and trying to do something creative and interesting and failing at it mm-hmm. instead of like recycling uh, some like current or former IP and Iron doing Man it only musical. mediocre. Like, yeah, like, so. thank God for that. Yeah. Um, so we do applaud them for that. It takes a lot of guts and moxie to put some bullshit up that you created Mm -hmm. Uh, you know risks that we take go on risks that we take every month when we put out podcasts (laughs) you know I would argue that we're doing the same thing (laughs) we're risk takers Uh, we're risk takers and I've always said that much like the hero Russian dogs much much like the hero when will we be called hero (laughs) Russian dogs is my question Um, (laughs) these dogs are heroes all of them were heroes. All of heroes. them were heroes. I fucking lost it. Um, How fucked up do you think those dogs were that came back, though? The 24 that survived. Oh, yeah. They, they like, have to. I And I genuinely think this. I think they probably had to be put down. Those dogs had seen what no dog should ever see. No they weren't meant to see that. should ever see space. Have you ever heard that quote, that William Shatner quote? 
where they like took him not to space but like to space light you know the oh yeah 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 like, heavy side layer or whatever yeah like where you can see the earth but you're not actually in space in space yeah you're still wherever, in the atmosphere like, spacex goes mm-hmm. or whatever the amazon rocket and he was like I have never been so depressed in my whole life being like, this is all there is like the blackness of space. You see the planet by itself and just being like, we are insignificant. This is all we have. It was like a larger existential climate thing where he's like, we're not going to build a colony on Mars. We have to live on the planet that we live on and we need to make, keep it habitable. Anyway, point is he went to space and he got so, so sad. (laughs) I liked. I think that the dogs probably also were so so sad. The dogs also had an existential crisis. Those dogs had crippling depression. (laughs) I just don't think that those dogs came back right. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay, Connor, keep going. Oh well, that was it. Um, I I I applaud these two ding dongs for at least trying something (laughs) original. But um, at the end, it's going to be a no for me, dog. It's a no for me, dog. Meryl made a chair. You know what? Actually, I'm going to change my opinion. I do think you should watch this, but only so that I can know that just more than Connor and I have experienced (laughs) Experienced this. this. And here's what I'll also say. The thing that made me the maddest. Oh, oh, I also have a question, but continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll come back to this. The thing that made me the maddest was we get to the end. They play the last note and everyone in the audience leaps to their feet for a standing ovation. Right. We, we're we giving them out too easy these days, <laughs> ladies and gents. Correct. Here's the thing. I'm not going to stand. You did a great job. And me clapping mm-hmm. should be enough. Yes. I'm going to give you. I'll stand up when I feel you've earned a standing, a standing ovation. O. And I don't think it's fucked up to say that not every performance per. Not every performance is going to be a standing O performance. No. Sometimes you're only getting the matinee version. Exactly. Sometimes you're only getting 75%, and that is fine. That's fine. That's fine, but I'm not standing up for that. No. I'm not standing up for space dogs. <laughs> I was furious. Like, wait. They leapt to their feet. I went full boomer. The fastest I like, I've ever participation seen. Participation medals? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Full, full minion meme on Facebook. Not a minion meme. Just got immediately so mad. Okay, what's your question? Okay, Sorry. so I was going to talk about um, sort of going back, uh, way, way back to talking about like the sides to the audience. Uh-huh. Do you think the like um, uh, shout outs from the audience were planted, planted, yes. or they were improv? I think it was planted because when they were like, "What are some of your cool?" Uh, Cold War or like unknown Cold War facts. And then Anna from the audience gives the most well-known Cold War fact that's ever existed. We all saw Boy Meets World. Literally. Literally, we all saw that episode. We know. We know about Duck and Cover. Literally everyone knows about Duck and Cover. Yeah. So when when I heard that, I was like, that had to have been a plant. So that they could sing the Duck and Cover song. Yes, it was a plant for sure. Here's, you know what? Here's what I'll say. Mm -hmm. If you want to learn about the Cold War. Here's what I think you should do. Listen to seasons two and three of Blowback Pod. The first one talks about the Bay of Pigs, which is sort of like end of the Cold War. Yeah. And the second one talks about, or in the third season talks about the Korean War, which is like a proxy war that was fought Mm -hmm. during the Cold War. Like U.S. versus USSR, kind of. Um, Really, it was the U.S. versus communism, and Mm -hmm. I'm putting that in heavy Mm -hmm. quotes. But anyway, really well-researched, really interesting, great perspectives. I would say... Listen to that before you watch this show. But you should watch this show so that I know that someone else has experienced this hell. Exactly. Um, Connor, do you have anything to plug? 
As usual, you can find me across all platforms mm-hmm. at CRELA12 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find any of my funny writing at The Onion or funny videos there. Meryl, how about you? Nothing for me, but you can find this podcast across all platforms at Bits Over B-Way. You can email us, <clears throat> bitsoverbway at gmail.com. We are on Patreon, patreon.com slash bitsoverbway. Uh, we are wherever you can find podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, if we are not there, then let us know and we will attempt to get there. Tell your friends and family, like and subscribe, rate and review. Uh, and that is it. Bye. Bye. The dog is a stranger all. to me. The dog is a stranger to me.